Tiafimo Lopez has done the unthinkable. He is um, unified or undisputed champion, however you want to look at it. If you look at the franchise belt as an actual belt or not, that's all up for debate. Um, you know, that's all hearsay as far as I'm concerned. But Tiafimo beat Lomachenko on Saturday night. And it was a hell of a fight. It was a great fight. Tiafimo did everything he said he would do and more. Only thing he didn't do was knock him out. But he got the experience in being in the ring with a guy like Lomachenko and going into deep waters. Um, Lomachenko did come on in the eighth round pretty strong. But Tio made sure he put them earlier rounds in the bag where he kept Loma guessing. Loma didn't know if he wanted to step in and feel the power you know, or not, but, you know, when you got a guy like T.O. who's a big puncher, it's hard to want to step in there and, 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 you know, give one to get one because T.O. is a knockout artist and T.O. is athletic. He's powerful. He's strong. He's quick. He's agile. He's explosive. And that's a lot to deal with. And T.O. is only going to get better as his career goes on. And I feel like he's ahead of the other young guys like Ryan Garcia and um Devin Haney who are good. But he's been in the ring with some legitimate competition now. If you look at his last couple of fights with Nakatani and um Kome and and Loma, those three guys are no slouches at all, even though he made Kome like easy work in his last fight by knocking him out in the second round. But it just yeah, Tia was just a different breed. He's a different animal, you know. And Gotta love it. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. And he stepped up to the plate. This is the guy he been wanting for two long years. Been calling Loma out. Been saying he wants Loma. He want Loma. He want Loma. He got Loma and he beat Loma. And you know, people can make the argument that he maybe won the first six rounds and he lost the last couple of rounds. To me, when Loma did make his moves, Tio had an answer for him. T.O. either hit him coming in or hit him leaving. He didn't stand there like most guys would do when they fight Lomachenko. And Lomachenko throw the flurry of punches and they cover up. And they get overwhelmed by the speed and the footwork and the the mastery that he has in his arsenal of, you know, getting guys to quit. No, that young boy, he had no quit in him. He was ready. He answered the bell. Had his hands down a little too much for my liking. But, you know... He really, guess, didn't get hurt by none of uh, my shots. But, uh, you know, you know, defense is defense. But, you know, so that's just me. But, uh, yeah, he, he showed a lot. He showed that, he you know, he's willing to take one to give one. And he did take one to give one. Uh, the 12th round was a crucial round because he went in there and he went after Vasily Lomachenko, after his father in this corner told him he had to fight one. He didn't want to leave nothing at, Hanging in the balance, he went in there and he hurt him to the body and he hit him to the top and he hit him to the body. And um he almost stopped him in that twelfth round if it wasn't for the referee stopping the fight about an accidental headbutt that opened up a cut on uh TFMO's over team FMO's eye. But other than that, TO did what he needed to do, man. I like a guy who says he's gonna do what he's gonna do and do it to the max. And that's what TFMO did. Tiafimo is a rising star 
Or some may say, some say he's a star already. But we got to see, you know. But Tiafimo stock definitely rose. And if Tiafimo runs it back with Loma, I feel like he would beat Loma in the rematch if they were to run it back. You know, Loma supposedly had surgery, sur- shoulder surgery, excuse me. And um, if they do run it back, it'll probably be sometime in April. But if uh, if Tio was to lose that fight to Loma in April, his crease... His stock has already increased, and it will increase even more. And this time, he will get the bag that he deserves. And I, I feel like he beats him either way because Tiafimo is only going to get better. And he already been in there with Vasily Lomachenko. He knows what to expect from Vasily Lomachenko. And if Vasily Lomachenko comes out and try to do that, Vasily Lomachenko has to always keep in the back of his mind that Tio has the greatest equalizer that can flatline him, and that's that power, and that's that explosiveness. And he knows how to use it to perfection. And again, just shout out to Tia Fimo. Shout out to Loma. Boxing needs this. Boxing needs young guys to take on tough challenges. Win, lose, or draw. You must challenge yourself. And the next step is maybe, you know, seeing him and Devin Haney get it on. But as I read today, uh, Bob Ammon would like to see him fight. Ryan Garcia next. Um, I believe it's Ryan Garcia, Tank, and then Devin Haney. That was the that was his order, and that's the order he wants to go in. If uh, Tio stays at one thirty five, but we know Tio is also talking about moving up to one forty because I know he's probably killing himself to stay at one thirty five because Tio is a big boy to be fighting at 135, which is lightweight. So we'll see what happens. But T.O. did what he needed to do. Youngest uh, undisputed champion or unified champion from Brooklyn, New York. Where the Brooklyn at? Where the Brooklyn at? Where the Brooklyn at? Where the Brooklyn at? Peace and love. And welcome to Breezy World, as always. What's up, it's your boy on Breezy. And I'm back with another video for the podcast today, and um, I've been doing some thinking, I've been thinking long and hard about this, let's talk about shooting guards in the NBA, I think James Harden is the best shooting guard in the NBA today, and there's no deba- no doubt about it, can't debate it, it's not much of an argument, it's pretty much uh, uh, a, a, um, oof, is that, is that much disparity between him and the next guys up? Um, Devin Booker is good. He's solid. I like Devin Booker a lot. Devin Booker can fill it up. We know what he can do. He can score. The young guy's phenomenal. Um, he's only going to get better and better. Got to see what talent they put around him in Phoenix. And, um, hopefully he's not wasting his youth there. I do like Kelly Oubre. Kelly Oubre had a breakout year with the Phoenix Suns. And, um, he's been very influential before the injury happened. And um, I like what uh what the coach is doing. Um, what's his name? Uh, can't call the coach name right now. Damn, what is his name? What's his name? Marty Williams. Marty Williams is a good coach. He's showing that he can get them guys to play. So Devin Booker, in my eyes, is probably the guy that's behind James Harden right now. Is the best shooting guard in the NBA. Um, I like um the kid from Utah, uh, Donovan Mitchell. I like Donovan Mitchell a lot. He showed a lot in the playoffs against the Denver Nuggets, very entertaining series with him and Jamal Murray going bucket for bucket. I mean, 50 points this game, 50 points that game, giving each other 40 pieces and 50 pieces, very entertaining game. 
Um, I think Utah needs another piece to help Donovan Mitchell, but he's on the up and up. He's definitely climbing that ladder. He's definitely a guy you have to watch out for. Definitely got all eyes on him coming up in, in um next season, and it's going to be great to see what he can do. I just think he needs another piece. I'm not sure if Mike Conley is that guy right now anymore. I like Mike Conley a lot, but I think Mike Conley is treading on a decline. Mike Conley has always been a solid point guard. I mean, his best years was with the Memphis Grizzlies, and we know Mike Conley can ball. He can shoot the teardrop. He's a um, good facilitator. He makes the pass. He can use either hand around the basket. Mike Conley is a guy that's not a – he is no slouch. Don't get me wrong. Mike Conley can ball, but Mike Conley does not look like himself with the Utah Jazz. I don't know if it was because of the bubble situation and um the time off that messed up his rhythm or not. But hopefully Mike Conley can be the guy that we know he can be and help Donovan Mitchell develop more and um help him out a lot because Donovan Mitchell is going to need that help in Utah. Um. The next guy is Bradley Bill in Washington. We know he's a bucket-getting guy. He can get buckets. He can fill it up in a hurry. I like that backcourt with him and John Wall. I think it may be time to split those two guys up. Um, I hate to say it. I would love to see what they could do as a duel. But so far, it's been a lot of seasons with a lot of empty promises and nothing to show for it. Um. John Wall has been out the last two the last two seasons with injury. Hopefully, John Wall is healthy and the same guy that he was before the injury. We all know John Wall is phenomenal. We know what John Wall can do. He can pass. He can score the basketball. Very athletic. Can change pace. Um, I just love John Wall's game. You know, so hopefully he's going to be at the top of his game when he comes back. As far as Bradley Bill, we know what he can do. The kid is good. He's good. He's great. Hopefully, he is still be in Washington, and um, they get some pieces around those guys and make them a contender. But as of right now, Washington is not looking like a good place for Bradley Bill. But Bradley Bill can get buckets. Um, who else can is a shooting guard in the league that's pretty good? Um, I'm kind of drawing a blank right now. But James Harden is the guy. We know James Harden has averaged, what, 34 this season? He's been averaging, like, over 30 points the last couple of seasons. James Harden could have three MVPs, maybe even four, you know. So James Harden has been uh, second in MVP role into the last couple of seasons. I did think James Harden got snubbed one year for MVP, and they gave it to Russell Westbrook. I mean, you can't discredit Russell Westbrook for the, um, the triple-doubles that he averaged during the seasons, but I do think one of them MVPs did belong to James Harden because if you look at how he was productive and what he can do offensively, James Harden is on another level when it comes to this. The, you know, the Euro step and finishing and getting to the free throw line a lot and just the step back threes. James Harden makes it look effortless out there on the court. James Harden is a guy that averages like 25.7 points a game or something like that. I have to look at his numbers all the way through. But James Harden is a guy that gets you buckets. I mean, it really took off for him after he left um, OKC. It might have been the best thing that ever happened to him leaving OKC, even though it was kind of heartbreaking, you know, because that OKC team was phenomenal with him, Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook. 
and Serge Ibaka, and it came down to him and Ibaka, and they chose Ibaka. But it gave James Harden a chance to spread his wings and show what he can do offensively. And he took off in Houston, and he took off running. He didn't look back, and his numbers show it. He shows that he can run a team and be his own man, and that's pivotal in the NBA. And not a lot of guys can do what James Harden do. Does he may may he dribble the ball too much and too much isolation? Yeah, maybe. I think he needs the right coach that's going to stand him in the right direction and let him know that he can still be that guy that gets the buckets that he needs to get. But let's do it within the flow of the offense. Let's be uh, smart about it because teams are going to key into you. I think um, we can set some screens with James Harden, let him play with the ball, let him catch and shoot a little bit. Um, you know, I don't know how it's going to work with him and Russell Westbrook. You know, Russell Westbrook is this guy who is a dominant point guard who's very passionate and you gotta love the passion that he plays with but um Russell Westbrook has to allow um James Harden to be James Harden and let James Harden play with the ball sometimes and trust each other and trust that Harden is going to make the right play and trust that Westbrook is going to make the right play for Harden but I think James Harden is the best shooting guard in the NBA right now and this is not an argument it's not up for debate you could just look at the numbers you could look at what he has done and his body of work, and he's only going to get better. He's still in this prime, and he's still at the top of his game. And as long as James Harden is at the top of his game, it's going to be hard for another shooting guard to really flourish and compete with that. And that's just my opinion. And there's really no argument if if you feel like you got another guy that can compete with James Harden night in and night out at that shooting guard position, and that puts in the time and the work that he puts in and can score the way he can score, and can do things the way that he can do things offensively, then you let me know. But as of right now, James Harden is my guy, and he's the best shooting guard in the league right now. And there's not much of an argument. But it, again, it's all up. To, it's all up. You know, and it's all up to you, and it's all opinionated. Excuse me. But this is all breezy. I'm signing off. Peace and love.